Hello, I'm Kevin. And I'm Mike. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we're taking a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of the 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Everybody, welcome back. Mike and Kevin here, and we are getting ready for part seven of our breakdown of Big Trouble in Little China. On this episode, we're going to cover from where the Wing Kong are busting through the door, and Jack and Wang are going to have to fight them, all the way up until the beginning of the Burning Blade ceremony at Lo Pan's headquarters. Lots to cover in this episode. Yeah, starting to pace is starting to pick up on this thing. So. Basically, where we left off on the last episode was that great moment where Jack pulls the door open and the bad guys, there's like an army of them standing on the other side of the door and he slams the door closed and he's like, we may be trapped. Yeah. All right. So Jack tells all the others to run and hide because uh, the bad guys only saw him and Wang is like, no, we're going to... We're gonna live or die together, like a yeah. true hero move. First off, like how did that game? Like he opened the door wide open. Like how did he not see that big group of like girls and like? <laughs> I mean, right there. I think that would be kind of speaking hard to miss. personally. Whenever I see a group of women in their underwear, like I notice. It would just be it would not take but a glimpse yeah. for me to know what I had seen. Yeah, I mean kind of flung <laughs> that door wide open, but whatever. This so as I was like watching and thinking about it, this is like a true Han Solo moment for Jack. And then I started thinking, you know, I mean, Jack, he's basically got a big heart, and at the end of the day, he's a hero, even though he sort of doesn't want to be a hero, or he's like a reluctant hero, right? Mm -hmm. um, but he's willing to die to help his friends. Yeah. So I started thinking, like, in this whole thing, he I mean, he is like Han Solo, and then Wang is like Luke Skywalker, like the pure-hearted... Yeah. Uh, you know what do the you make noble, of that? The, he has a noble... Yeah. To I mean, he doesn't... He's not, like, cynical or anything like that. He's... Yeah. You know, other than maybe he tried to cheat Jack on that wager. <laughs> yeah, he, did. <laughs> he didn't and want I, to smack and a I bottle. I actually kind of see Luke trying to cheat Han Solo at the very beginning, like in the yeah, canteen. Yeah, when you're so dealing when happen. you're dealing with a scoundrel or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, you gotta you so gotta I, do that. So I thought this scene was really interesting because this is the first time you really see Wang Chi's like fighting abilities because he had fought the the female guards on the bridge when they were trying to rescue the girls earlier. But now he's totally kicking ass. Like, oh, I yeah. Like, I don't know, like, how he stepped it up from that, from point A to point B. Because that was only, like, a, just, like, a few scenes ago where he was, like, fighting those female guards uh -huh. on that bridge. And he and, was struggling there. And he was struggling. Yeah, yeah they were kind of whooping his ass. But um, as soon as he, like, has to take on this entire group of bad guys, he just comes out of nowhere and just destroys him. And he's bare hands, and these guys have swords and axes and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Which does also, it bring, brings me back, me back to a point that I keep raising or keep thinking about every time action pops off in this movie, which is there, there's just no rhyme or reason to, you know, some of the bad guys have AK-47s and some of them have knives. Yeah. And it's just like, it seems like whatever's convenient. For the plot. Do you think that they're running out of the bad guy like locker room and they're just like, have a table full of <laughs> it is kind of like a noose. I mean, like it's a very stick. It's <laughs> very video Magic. game like where they just match. You're matched up against whoever you're equipped to fight. Yeah. Um. 
but that's kind of that's kind of wild to me. These guys, if anyone was going to have guns, like these same guys, we saw them on the alleyway fight earlier, and they had guns, and now they don't have guns. It's just it's just a little strange. But yeah, it is like there's yeah. a locker room well, that they're all just str- waiting in. Yeah, it's a little strange, especially for a scene that comes up later. But like, I feel like at this point, if you're that kind of that level of karate or level yeah. of fighting skills, then you wouldn't want to fight with a gun. You would want to use like your your hands or you'd want to use like a broomstick or a knife or something like that. For like intimate. honor in it? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Like shooting somebody from afar, there's no honor in doing that. But like if you're up close and personal and you kill that person, then it's like, oh, okay. It didn't stop Jack. Of course, no, well, he had his gun and he just starts busting caps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he Jack, did. He dropped a few guys. Finally, like he's finally. This is almost. I feel like the first time that he's done something good, like on purpose. You know what I mean? It's been like accidental and stuff in previous uh, encounters. Jack has honor, obviously, but he also wasn't raised. He's kind of like a everyday per, like a everyday guy. Like he just kind of popped in on the scene. And, yeah was thrust into this giant fight. So that would be like, so <laughs> his courage comes from that he's actually fighting, not how he fights. And my, I mean, my personal philosophy, like if you got a dozen guys with swords coming at you, then it's, there's per, it's perfectly honorable to shoot them with a gun. Oh, absolutely. You know, like what do you, I mean, I'm going to, <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that you said that this is the first time we got to see Wang show off his karate and not uh, Dennis done because i'm pretty sure that anytime you couldn't see his face it was a like a body double or stunt double doing the moves you know it wasn't dennis it was uh it was wayne very possible but i I feel like they said that on the director's commentary they they were mentioning maybe like what a good double this guy was Mm -hmm. um but he definitely i mean the actor dennis dunn sells it though yeah like he's got the intensity in his face and you know, I but think he probably did some of that stuff. I mean, he did some moves, but when he's like jumping and doing the spinning kicks, I mean, most actors don't oh. do like the, like a punch, yeah, and hit the ground. So I like mean, it, if you're jumping like ten feet in the air, I'm pretty. And sure. back then, I mean, other than like a Jackie Chan, that was the norm. Was when you saw fighting and stuff, it was man, it was stunt doubles. It oh. wasn't like dudes Keanu Reeves in The Matrix like taking kung fu lessons and yeah. stuff. How cool would this movie have been if Jackie Chan was? Oh man, it would have been. It would have been dope. I mean, not. To, I mean, Dennis Dunn, great job, nailed the role. Yeah, he's iconic in it. But Jackie Chan, man, you can't. It's hard to replace. That's that. a legend, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there was like a really uh, funny comedic scene though, like when Wang is fighting all these guys. Like uh-huh. Jack kind of backs up and he goes to pull a knife out of his boot, right? And he like he loses <laughs> it, like <laughs> he just flings it across the yeah, room. Like I don't like he just like whoops. So it it's like so we got Wang like single handedly beating down everybody, and Jack is over here like fumbling around for his knife or whatever. Yeah. But then as soon as Wang. The moment he finishes off the last guy, Jack jumps out with the gun in one hand and the knife in the other, and he's like, ah! (laughs) And then he has that moment where he sort of straightens up, and he's like, ah. Yeah. Good good work, Wang. I think Wang is like... Hey, right, time to go. Like, he gave him. Like, a, he did give him a look. He's all like happy and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, he gave him a look, and Jack sort of crumpled, and he's like, "Whatever, all right." So they round up the girls again, and they're on like the last little bit of the way to freedom. Uh, they're about to try to like walk through just the front lobby area of the building or whatever, and there's a sort of a statue built into the wall, and like an old school, you know, haunted yeah. house or whatever. Mm-hmm. The eyes 
pulled back and like you see these creepy red eyes in the in the thing looking around. Very Vincent Price. Oh like, man, that's old school. Yeah. That's an old school gag. I mean, but that's that's John Carpenter yeah. though. Mm-hmm. He loves, I think, that old school feel. Would it have been cooler if it had been a painting or a statue? Uh, I like the statue because it was like, yeah, paintings. I guess been done to death. Yeah. Um. So the statue was kind of nice. Yeah. Plus, it was like the dragon or whatever. So you're sort of imagining like you don't know what it could be. Those eyes definitely aren't human though. Oh yeah. Like that bright red. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had Gondis or what's it? Gonorrhea. <laughs> Jack and Wang pop out of the doors, and they're funny again, right? They turn it back into like that whole uh, comedy mode where they're like, "Oh boy, that's all in a night's work, huh?" And like acting like they had whatever fixed the electrical problem or yeah. what plumbing or whatever it was they had showed up to fix yeah. but they look like they had been through a battle yeah right like jack's not even wearing the same clothes anymore he that he walked jack he had the, the yeah he had the t-shirt on or yeah. the the tank top yeah. um and then jack bust out that old school like old west line reach for the sky or whatever <laughs> when he pulled out his gun um and that i wonder if that was a line that might have been in the original when it was still a western oh, or if yeah. they were just trying to keep some of that western flavor I, throughout i feel like he probably just ad-libbed that or i, I that's good that's a good call i don't know like if it, it uh-huh. stayed in since this wasn't this when i was watching this movie last night this scene really this particular part really frustrated me because yeah how is it that they went jack and wayne went through all that stuff like they've been through the, yeah uh, the 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 terror of the upside down demon oh all, yeah just all that stuff that they had been through <laughs> And those guards were like not on high alert to like their presence. I wonder, do you think they, they, I guess, don't know what's going on down on the lower levels? I don't know. That's the only thing that makes sense, right? So, like, this is like the Greek restaurant or the Italian restaurant and the mafia. Like, the, like the dirt's going on like yeah, in the those, lower levels. It's nah, like hell those, on earth down there. Those guards, they had, had to, to know. know. Well, had to know what was going on in that place. <laughs> like, how do they not know? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, all the mysterious like magical stuff that happens in that place like oh what is this little fairy dust or like all I, this stuff that will happen in the place i even feel like no clue i mean they could not so the last fight where they were fighting the wing kong they could not have been that far away from where they are now right like jack was down there shooting his gun yeah like this is noisy yeah. I would just think they would hear gunfire. <laughs> at, at, at the minimum, you're right. <laughs> like how are they not alert? Like nobody pressed a button and was like be on the lookout for these two guys because they not only that it was just Jack and Wang, it was like they had taken all those girls. They they had uh, rescued all those girls, and that was like Lopan's. I don't know, like his property, uh, his I business, guess, uh, yeah. yeah, to like pimp out these women. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I just didn't. I, I didn't understand how those guys were Look, on high alert. This is a movie I think where we're not supposed to think too hard about all the sort of plot holes. Because there's a lot of them. I mean, more than most movies I feel like that we were going to talk about on the podcast. This one's one that's just like, you're along for the ride. Everything is just what it needs to be to get to the next whatever point of the movie or whatever move the plot along and it is a it is a great movie it's a fun ride it's fun ride yeah it's a role it's only i think when you watch it like we're watching it where you're by second where you're like analyzing every moment that it's like wait a second that makes no sense i wanted to take a moment to point out like i think the gun that jack is rocking in this movie is a tech nine it's like you know it's a very 80s sort of chic seeming gun um I 
was so I found this great website. It's like the Internet Movie Firearm Database, <laughs> and you can basically punch in Predator, Big Trouble in Little China, whatever you want, and it'll give you like a every like sort of weapon, every firearm that was in the nice. in the movie, and it'll show you what other movies that gun has been used in. Okay. I think it was like a pretty new gun at the time. Oh, okay. Like, so it was, this was maybe like the first time that a lot of people were seeing it. They were calling it an assault pistol. I think that gun got like outlawed because it was like the preferred gun of gangbangers or whatever. Yeah, people yeah. doing like drive-bys and stuff like that. You um, think Carpenter was making a statement with the good guys? I don't. In that gun? I don't think so. I just think it was probably like, what's a new gun that audiences haven't seen before that kind of that looks really cool? Yeah. If anything, it was might have been gangbangers who saw in a movie and was like ooh I like the yeah, look yeah, that yeah. gun seems dope you know they're mo- so then they start moving all the girls out uh, bringing up the rear Gracie is like gets grabbed up by the furry monster arm Again. from the wall we didn't really get to see the monster yet uh, I'm trying to escape from this place oh wait a minute let me stop and see what's going on with this door opening uh huh what a dumbass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she takes a long hard look into it uh, yeah. which being that the arm just grabs her the monster must have been right there. Like, I don't know what she's... Maybe it was real dark in there. Like, what What possessed her to look... Just keep on running. Door? I mean... That, why, why would you not just keep running? Why, Gracie why is... Why would you stop and be like, oh, she this is, door's <laughs> opening. Let me check on what's going back here. She is kind of a hero. But, like, if it's me, I'm going to be up at the front of all the girls. Like, I'm going to be the first one out. <laughs> She would like wanted to make sure all the girls got out safe and yeah, stuff, but I yeah, have, I don't have a problem with her. She should have been right on the heels yeah, of the I have last no girl. Problem with her bringing up the rear because that you know she's the last one, so she should yeah. have been checking to make sure all the girls are out. But I have a huge problem with the fact that she stops to check on what's going on behind the door. <laughs> it would make a lot more what? sense if she was the last person running out and the creature had like kind of grabbed her from behind, like maybe threw his hand over her mouth mm-hmm. and like kind of. You know, just she is sort of on some sort of like an investigation, I guess it feels like. But still, is I think you're right. Margo, it, she's the reporter, and great. Yeah, I don't know. Look, she definitely should have run out. Yeah, that would have made sense if Margo at this moment where you're where you know your life is on the line. I would say just boogie on out of yeah, there. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, again, it's, don't look too deep into this movie, but it's one of those kind of things where. Well, they had to have her get it. captured. Then, yeah, it would have made more sense but if the arm just came out and grabbed her. Exactly. There's not so her looking into ways that she could have gotten captured. Like, and a great way is if she was still running uh-huh. and that creature kind of came from, like, I don't know, maybe there was like a log jam like at the front door or something yeah. like that. And so or she could have been running and the arm could have grabbed her as she ran past and like yeah, yanked yeah. her. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, and it would have just made more sense if he grabbed her from behind, <laughs> covered her mouth. And then just like pulled her into the tunnel. But again, whatever. Well, speaking of things that don't make sense, you know, up until now in this movie, we've seen a lot of sort of magic and wizardry, right? But I feel like this is like the first monster that we've seen in the movie, right? I guess if you aren't counting Lopan, yeah. Yeah, like Lopan, I, I picture as sort of like a wizard or yeah. whatever. But we haven't seen like, we haven't seen like non human, like true, like just a straight up monster. No, yeah, yet this is in the here. first one. And it's it, just kind of late in the game. Yeah. To drop a legit monster into the plot. And there's going to be another one that's going to yeah. come along soon. <laughs> like a lot, yeah. Well, I feel like if the monster had played like a bigger role in the movie, then yeah, yeah like if he had played like a, if he had like a, something to do with the plot, like it pushed up, other than the fact that he took Gracie, like he doesn't yeah. actually have anything else to do with the movie. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not that <laughs> put out that he was introduced that late. 
Um, yeah. Uh, it's just as almost like changing the rules of the game in the middle of the game. We're like, oh, snap, we got monsters now. Would it have made more sense if like a Wing Kong had come? I was thinking one of the Storms could have snatched her. Storm would have been good. You know, I mean, it would just have made more logical sense. But I don't know that this movie was concerned about logic at all. And you know, know? knowing what we know, there is a reason that they took her. Yeah, yeah. But but I I don't remember, when she was... Captured when she was like tied up and everything in the in the the first time the first yeah. time was she kind of isolated or was she kind of with the she rest was in of one the, of those holding cells but right she was where with the rest of the girls right she wasn't yeah. like off into like a no they hadn't they had sale or anything like that I don't know so I have a I have a theory that like the human trafficker part of his operation are kind of separate from the supernatural part and they might not know that he's like after any and every green eyed girl. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, that that was. I totally agree with that. Like, there's no. In fact, yeah. I figure with the human trafficking, that was just a way to meet more women. Like, yeah. Oddly yeah. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is that part. This is the part where the, they get on a bus. Yeah. And uh, the guards start shooting. That's at the my place. thing. Like once again, everyone now everyone's got AK-47. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but again, these are just like like rent. They're cops. The, they're, anybody. These like, dudes are ready to kill. Women in their underwear who are clearly like being Escaping. held captive here, <laughs> yeah, in broad daylight. That's what makes me think that they were in it, in on it the whole time. Like, why would they? Why would they shoot at him if, like, if they were escaping? If they were like legit cops and they saw these women escaping, yeah. then they would like, oh, this is something that we should probably either help out with or we should do <laughs> nothing about. Right? Are they? But they did none of that. They actually started shooting at him. So uh-huh. yeah, they had to have known. About they, they had to have known about uh, Lopan's operations the whole time, and they should have been guarding every exit to that building with the AK 47s, right? If they knew that there was like trouble going on down yeah, below, I like mean, a, a breakout attempt or Lopan whatever, and had security cameras all over the place, so yeah, surely somebody would have seen something <laughs> somewhere. So, like, hey, yeah, what it's are they, just one of those things, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm again, I'm not upset about it, it, <laughs> it looks good on camera. <laughs> it does. It it's makes cool. Sense when I mean, you don't think about it. well, it makes it makes for a more exciting getaway when you're getting away like underneath a hail of bullets than if it's just like some rent of cops like with nightsticks and flashlights like you know waving at you as you drive yeah, away. Yeah. You know, although it would have been kind of cool too if uh, Wang had tried to fight those guys also. Yeah, get, get the <laughs> box, that's when we realize that you know that they didn't get uh, Miao Yin out. Yeah. You know, uh, Wang is very sad. He's like, she's still inside. And they realize that they don't have Gracie with them. Yeah, well, Jack is like super stoked, right? Because he's like, oh, I can't believe it. We, we escaped. We got out of this, this fight. Because, again, he's not used to this type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, like, rah, 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 sis, And he's like, hey, wait a minute. Where's Meow Yin? And and uh, Wang's like, oh, yeah, she's, she's, still still, inside. she's still inside. Which yeah. I don't think they even saw her. Like, they, no, they never made they it to wherever she it. was. Yeah, they, they had to get out of there. Yeah. And then he's like, well, wait a minute, where's Gracie? Where's she at? Yeah. So now we got you know more more battle to be fought, right? Um, and then we cut to Gracie with this wild looking monster, like he's furry, but he's got like massive claws and teeth. He's not like quite a werewolf. He doesn't look like he's based on anything, like a completely original design. Like Worst version of Chewbacca. Like yeah. scarier, if like somebody, you know, actually, you know what he looks like? Do you remember Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah. Do you remember uh, the um, the sketch the father, the grandfather made of uh-huh. Harry, like a big scary like oh the like with the blood the and all the that. Blood? That's yeah. kind of what he looks like. Okay, 
you're right. It was just like a, I mean, something that the monster, the creature creator, you know, yeah. probably had a dozen sketches and John Carpenter picked out the one that he liked or whatever. Yeah. But the thing about this guy is like, I can't quite make out if he's like scary or just funny looking because he's not very well like animated, like with puppetry or whatever, kind of like how Predator looked yeah. awesome and his face is able to move and stuff. This guy's just like a rubber mask on somebody. Well, you're right. Yeah. Getting back to how they just kind of like cobbled this whole movie together. Uh-huh. You can tell that they were like, <laughs> okay, we're going to spend temp, you know, this much money on the actors. We're going to spend this much money on this. And then we're going to spend like $10 on this costume. <laughs> for this I do creature. wonder if they had been less ambitious, like trying to throw less things into the movie, if they could have maybe made a more, quality product or well it still works it still it still comes off like a creature because the, the guy they got pulls it off yeah so it's not it, it's not that striking it's not, it's not like i felt like the mask was gonna fall off that guy and he he does a really good job of kind of like hunching over and doing like these creature moves when, mm-hmm. he, when he moves around i think he has gracie on his shoulder at one point yeah he like jumps down like a through a hole in the ground. Yeah, right. And you could tell that it's obviously like he's holding a dummy. He's not really holding mm-hmm. crazy. But they do such a great job in the movie with their editing that it yeah. makes it look like he's really holding Gracie. I didn't really even... I mean, obviously you're right. Like it wasn't even an actor or a human being on his shoulder. But even watching it super closely, I didn't like make the mental connection. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's a dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Well, good, good on them for doing a good job. Yeah, with it. yeah, yeah. So a quick note: uh, the guy that played uh, that creature, his name is uh, Noble Craig, and so this guy was a Vietnam veteran. And okay. so the story that I heard about the guy was that he was, you know, in the jungle, stepped on like uh, a landmine or an artillery shell or something like that. Uh huh. Lost both his legs, lost one arm, and lost eyesight and like one one of his eyes wow so you know this was during vietnam you know fast forward to you know making in this movie yeah. and this guy was able to pull off all this stuff to me is kind of like amazing. on prosthetic legs i guess I, I, or? Th- I don't know like it would be really Damn. cool if they had some video to show that um if if, if anybody has video of, <laughs> of you know behind the scenes video of of noble craig Pulling off this yeah, creature. we're gonna be looking for that yeah I, I just i think i just thought that was really cool when i heard that story that is kind of awesome Okay, so the monster he just he delivers Gracie to uh, Thunder and Rain, yeah, and Lopan is there, and he like they all sort of exchange a look, and Lopan is delighted to see they got another uh, woman oh, with yeah. green eyes that they got captured. And this here. is the old Lopan in the wheelchair. So for me, now that we see that it doesn't have to be a Chinese girl with green eyes to break the curse or whatever, like. It should not have taken Lopan this long to get thousands his, of years. Like it took him this long to get his shit together. <laughs> I mean, he was. I don't I'm, know. That was just the thought I had. Like, I, if you're if you're saying, oh, I can expand beyond just Chinese girls. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of girls I with green guarantee eyes. I can go to the supermarket today <laughs> and find a girl with pull, green pull, eyes. Pull, pull one off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're right for him to find like. Well, he says it like he says it. There have been others. Yeah, but it didn't come off like that. Like, but you could find 
hundreds of others every year. Yeah, he. You know, so like you're talking, about, you could have had a hundred thousand yeah. attempts. In fact, there should have been like a quick side note. Like there's been like this investigation in San Francisco where <laughs> all these green eyed girls have gone missing. That would have made years. too much sense. It could have been like on the newscast. <laughs> like there's a green eyed girl stalker yeah. or murderer, or something yeah. like that. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. And Lopin was also playing some sort of like a weird baby talk tickle I, he was, thing with Gracie. He's like, yeah. and like tickling with his old man hands. Yeah, it, it was it obviously was weird. He was going for comedy. Carpenter was going for comedy. Yeah. But it, it's a really it came off really weird. creepy. And it shows how feisty she is. Like, she's not going to take his shit. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to try to like touch me or whatever? He's, I'll bite he, your hand off. If anything, he liked how feisty she was, oh, right? Like, yeah. yeah, that was getting him sort of hot and bothered. <laughs> anyway, so back at the restaurant, we got uh, Wang, Jack, and the rest are gearing up to make another raid on the on Lopan's headquarters. And then uh, Margot makes this sort of just like offhand reference to, this is like Alice in Wonderland. First, I don't yeah. really see, I mean, I guess, other like, than that, that you're like, entering down, into a weird world where nothing... Down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to me, those sort of like illusions or whatever to other things... They work a little bit better if you don't have the character like just come right out and say, oh, this is a lot like Alice in Wonderland." Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I remember her saying that. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I was like, "What? I don't get that." But, yeah. yeah, that is a thought. Like if you have say, "Oh, brother, where art thou?" Well, it's like a retelling of the Odyssey. Yeah. Then that and it's you didn't like, have so George cute. Clooney and halfway through be like. Hey, you know, guys, this is a lot like the Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all. I, I don't think that she was trying to say this entire movie was like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, like that one particular thing that they were going to do. Well, it's it like you fell into a world that you don't understand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's what she meant, I guess. Jack is there, like sharpening his knife, which is good foreshadowing for what you know what's to come later. And then um, Egg shows up with the good gang, the right? Chang Sing, Chang Sings, Chang Sing, and. Um, there's a good, another good Jack moment where he says to Egg or whoever, he's like, oh, yeah. any of these guys savvy English? <laughs> and that one guy who I've seen in a lot of other movies like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's insulted. I mean, could he have said it in a more ethnic way? Or would that really have sold it? I mean, he does. He does. You like, mean the, which American, guy? The one who says what he just... The gang just, member? Who yeah, is this guy? Yeah. I think the idea was that he had no accent. Yeah. He was like just fully I if that was even American. Dumb. Like, no, I think that dude. Think I've really seen him weird. in other movies. I think I believe he was in like maybe Lethal Weapon Four. Oh, okay, is like yeah. so. I mean, he's he's probably just an Asian American guy. Stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's probably happy not to have to put on a fake accent. Yeah, I you know. Yeah, but yeah, that was just a great moment where they're playing with you know with your expectations and with Jack's sort of uh, ignorance, I guess. And then <laughs> Egg just pulls out the biggest revolver. You ever seen like with the long barrel? Yeah, this is definitely John Carpenter. Like his take on the movies of that era. Uh-huh. Like he's like, oh, you want to be like Dirty Harry with yeah. his gun? Like just a big and loud gun. Uh, okay. Well, one, I'm glad you brought up Dirty Harry because as I was like researching some some website or something, I had mentioned. I actually was the movie database, the firearm movie database, mm-hmm. mentioned. That you know the Dirty Harry reference, like that's another San Francisco set story, so it oh, might yeah, have been yeah, like yeah. a little sort of side reference. Oh, but yeah. also, I feel like we we get that gun reveal, and do we ever see that gun again? Never. It never turns up in the battle, yeah, it right? Was like just a one note joke, and it was just a joke scene. and a throwaway. <laughs> yeah, in fact, he probably 
like it probably didn't even really exist and he uses like magical like he just like <laughs> pulled out like a dream or something like that but yeah you're right oh you know I, no honestly most of this movie starts really going towards the end they could have pulled that gun out again yeah it could have come in handy it. i mean it's only got six bullets so it's not like a game changer yeah, but, but yeah i feel like if he had whipped that out and, and the most powerful oh, yeah. gun <laughs> like you know, I mean, it could have even been off. when he's like face to face with Lopan, he pulls it out and it jams on him or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Something. I could see where they pull that gun out again. Yeah. Uh, I, it could I, even I be remember. on the cutting room floor. Yeah. I, you know well, what I mean? Well, once we start looking at 9 and 10. We'll look for it. Okay. We'll, we'll look, look for, for it. We'll look for it. And then uh, Jack says something about, Margo, you got to stay here and hang out with, uh, what, Eddie, Eddie and uh, yeah. Uncle, whoever. Yeah, uh, and you know, Mar Margo wants to go or whatever, Eddie, yeah. and she's like, you know, Mar Eddie's got a crush on you, and Eddie has that sort of like Goofy, blushes yeah. or something <laughs> like that, and then Margo talks about, you know, well, oh, like you got a crush on Grace, and uh, Caruso, man, he's so good at the delivery of these lines, like I just want to get my truck back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's and just good. Like he's got the attitude with every delivery of every line. He's got it perfect. Well, and I don't think it was necessary for Margo to let us, the audience, know that Jack we, has we it. know, we just, right? We'd already seen it, like where they were swimming through the tunnel uh -huh. and he kissed her, or they kissed each yeah. other. I don't know who initiated that. So we already knew that there was there's something sparks there, them. right? They had, and they had always been flirting throughout the whole movie, uh -huh. like this kind of back and forth. Was she upset with Jack for saying it? And he had a. I don't, it was like it was just a. Weird, I feel like, like it was face. just exposition. It was like I feel like it was in case you didn't know. We're supposed to be wanting these two to wind up together. It was or like something. A, I'm rubber your glue. Somebody's schoolyard. Somebody's got a crush on you. Uh huh. So now we cut back to Lopans. Thunder throws Gracie into the room where Miao Yin is like levitating in midair. And then we get like Fancy Man Lopan comes back in like with the full Fu Manchu get up on like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, he's announcing you know his, he's intending to marry one of the two of them. And he does that like his eyes and his his mouth glow or whatever like that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that I guess is is that what puts her into a trance? Uh, yeah, that's got to be what it was. I mean, because when he did it earlier, all it did was blind Jack. But so, but Jack looked away real quick, or I think Wang like knocked him away or something like that. So we don't yeah. know that if Jack had looked at Lopan for a lot longer, then maybe yeah. he would have. Uh, Come under his spell. That's very. That's just like how he puts him in a trance, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of cutting back and forth at this point in the movie. Like it just keeps cutting back. Like we're not getting more than one or two minutes. I feel like in any given location, because then it just cuts right back to uh, the gang that they're walking into Egg Shin's garage, which seems like probably it looked had that look of like an old fire station. Yeah, it was I little, mean, it looked like the Ghostbusters headquarters, basically, <laughs> yeah. right? So this uh, uh, Wang lets us know that uh, Egg is like a really rich man, and he kind of owns like the whole block, basically. Yeah. Good on him. So, yeah, All from tours, or I, I have no idea. Maybe well, mystical, magical. Maybe he's got his own like thing. criminal empire. <laughs> <laughs> he, he <laughs> might. I mean, because yeah, he's been he's obviously been in mm -hmm. that Chinatown for a long time. And he's probably built up a great reputation. I don't know if he also owns like a restaurant or he's just like renting out space. Like, yeah, you, know, you own like a I guess, yeah, you can make, be rich from owning land. I, I doubt that he's making all his money from just giving out tours because it yeah. didn't even seem like it was packed when he did it. So he's not <laughs> making like, that's not his livelihood. Right. 
Yeah, and the whole like there, I think it is a fire station because there seem to be like poles and stuff like that. So it kind of yeah. makes more sense later when we see there's a pole or whatever. A giant fire station garage. There's, there's some weird like um, scientific beakers on the. Yeah, on he the had. Table. I had that in my. I noticed that too. It's like, like a real was he, sketchy yeah, looking. Like, what was he doing with those? Well, he like, may had made that potion. That we see later. Yeah, but so he's a wizard like that, if right? He's a wizard. Why is he making it in a port in a, in a, a port in a beaker? Like, why is he not making it in a cauldron? I, I it's just little things like that. Like, you know, when you think yeah, of a wizard, yeah, no, you you're right. Somebody like pouring stuff into beakers and making science that way. You think of them in a much more well, ancient. I mean, if any, fashion. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, you <laughs> That's know. all I can really say. If I want to try to make excuses, it's like it wasn't the most pristine. You know, like laboratory or whatever like that it was almost like, it, but it was but it was still he did have beakers and like measuring stuff like he was yeah i don't anyway. know like I, if there are any warlocks out there let us know like <laughs> do, do, when you how make, do you make your yeah, when you make your portion your potions like do you make them in beakers <laughs> do you make them in cauldrons like we uh, like to, we'd like to know the <laughs> <laughs> so, egg he goes in he changes up into like a, tr- a more traditional looking chinese gown and so he's got some sort of weird furry like messenger bag on his shoulder. I just think it's just a bizarre costume change. Right when they're walking towards uh, Egg's place, uh-huh. I think it's raining, and like Jack tries to take. Uh, oh, his, he's his got that wisdom. Up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Wang says uh, a brave man likes the feel of nature on his face. Yep. And um, Egg says a wise man knows when to get out of the rain. So you know what that line reminds me of? Speaking of Star Wars. What do you got? Obi-Wan Kenobi, where he's like, who's the fool? The fool or the fool who follows him? That yeah. That kind of reminded me of that line in just a much more poetic way. You, it kind of reminded me of like sort of like fortune cookie wisdom, you know, which also ties in, I think, to the type of story that they're telling here. It's like sort of like that Confucian sort yeah. of like just head scratchers, you know, like, yeah. ah, well, well, what is it really? This or this, you know, or like give you something to think about. Yeah, yeah, it was just, you know, some but more historical. It is very much Chinese. like a sort of, you're speaking in riddles, you know, or whatever like that. I, yeah, I think Jack gets upset about that a couple times. And I think he says it like, can you just tell me what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on right now? Um, you're right. I think that was right before they came into the into Wang's place. Yeah. Or not Wang's, eggs, whatever. Eggs. So they go and like pull open some doors and lift some hatch out of the ground or whatever, and it's like a pole just down into the unknown. It's the Batman cave. Yeah, it's totally old Batman. <laughs> it is. Like he slides down and he pops out in his uh, bat suit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Jack seems very skeptical about going down the pole, and they kind of like shame him into it. Yeah, like, it, what's the matter? Are you afraid or something like something like that? You know, like are you chicken? Is this the point where you? Get afraid though. Like I, again, it's just a movie. Everybody, we uh-huh. understand that. But like he's gone this far, you know. He's followed the gang this far, so it's now when he gets scared, like he and you're right. He That's gets true. Kind of, like hesitant to even of like, all the things they've been through that he's already seen. Like he's seen some horrible shit up up to this point. <laughs> to, and to me, the yeah. worst one is the um the the underwater uh, torture chamber with the skeleton yeah. with the with the crabs and everything like that yeah that so was he's gross seen some some stuff so why is he hesitant now like is that just to kind of like I mean you know the, the comedy level of this film or it's kind of like I mean Han Solo had a lot of those moments too or Indiana Jones or any of these characters where you sort of feel like they're in over their head yeah but they're still trying to play it cool they kind of like all right I guess we just we got to go in there yeah. You know? <laughs> 
He's not just like, let me go first. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, uh, he has to be sort of embarrassed into it by his by his sidekick, Wang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, sli- they slide down the pole in the sewer, and it's like an epic sewer. Like, it's, it's not like, you know, they're having to crawl through a, mm-hmm. a small thing. It's like vaulted ceilings yeah. and really like it's sort of it's very teenage mutant ninja turtles yep. like it's that when you're like a little kid maybe and you're fantasizing about this sort of thing that's how you would imagine that a sewer adventure or whatever would be so like it's, it's just cave like and so and it's, endless it's funny that you say that because i was thinking that if i were to ever to visit chinatown i would want to see this part of chinatown yeah because it seemed like you know how sometimes they build cities on top of other cities? Legit, yeah. Yeah, this seemed like that. Like, it was very kind of gothic. Mm-hmm. It looked like an old cave system. I mean, it was just really cool. There's, like, like some cool shit in um, Ghostbusters 2 of all movies where there's, like, those abandoned yep. subway stations yep. that are underneath the, the newer stuff. And that's just, yeah, it is very cool. Yeah, I, 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 to me... That would be the part of Egg's tour that I want to see. You want to take that tour? I want to see that part. Minus like the thousands and thousands there of was cockroaches a, and rats that are down there. True. But. There was a cool show on History Channel or something where it was like tours of un- the underneath of big cities like a London or Paris or something like, or like that. Very cool. What about Futurama? Like New New York and yeah. New York. Oh, yeah. Very much. Yeah. So that I got that feeling. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. sort of like – that's a spirit of adventure to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it it, it, de- it definitely had like a kind of a medieval like gothic castle like yeah. feel to it. I, I mean, I like if there had been a dragon down there, I wouldn't have been surprised. Which would have fallen within like mm-hmm. the Chinese history. Yeah, and I'm sure it was all built just on a soundstage, but it had a very cool atmosphere to it, and it seemed like endless. So, but they they had some sort of painting in the back or whatever yeah, yeah. to expand it. And then we're back in Lo Pan's place, and there's like. It seems like the beginning of like a weird ceremony getting getting started here, uh, with the three storms, and Thunder is like got his shirt off and he's pretty he's pretty jacked right mm-hmm, yeah like and he's got the his knives and he's doing sort of like a knife routine and all this and yeah the women are both uh, Gracie and Miao Yin are like entranced or whatever yeah i guess it's from where lopan <laughs> mm-hmm. shot them with the eye laser balls or whatever yeah so it's like you know we can sort of sense that the movie is like heading towards its big climax yep i guess and um that brings us to the end of this section so if you want to hear what happens next you're gonna have to tune back in uh with that being said, yeah, unless you got so. anything you want to add. No, I, I don't because I don't, I'm excited about uh, what happens next. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right, we'll be back. All right.